This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Kilts and Kiwi, brought to you by the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. Members of the society and wider Scottish community explore the connections between Dunedin, Edinburgh and Scotland, culminating in St Andrew's Day celebrations in the Octagon on Sunday, November 27th. Chat, music, history and giveaways, proudly supported by Dunedin City Council Events and Community Development.
Well, that's about as rock as you get in terms of uh, Scottish music, I guess. It's uh, Runrig bringing us in for another season of Kilts and Kiwi um, on Otago Access Radio. That was uh, Runrig with the Tartan Army, Loch Lomond, Hamden remix, which Loch Lomond's about uh, 80 miles west of Edinburgh, and we're here the reason why I said that was it's the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society bringing you um, this um, show and um, we're looking at the Scottish Cayley dance that's happening next weekend with the Haggis Protectionist Society. We have two of those members coming in at about 10.30, Sam and Gordon. Going to tell you all about this uh, Cayley event that's happening at the University of Otago in the Union Hall there on um, Saturday the 25th of June and how how you can get tickets and how what's going to be happening and the like. Uh, Loch Lomond, yep, a lake in southern Scotland, uh, 80 miles west of Edinburgh, um, kicks us off. Um, and that was actually for Ron, who we may well have in the studio shortly. Ron McIntosh is joining me and um, James McAndrew. Uh, Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society is um, mainly around to promote activities and um, events of a Scottish nature and uh, with Edinburgh involved. And, of course, over the last few years, that's sort of been uh, reasonably hand-strung and hopefully that will um, kick back into gear in the coming months and years. Um, And, uh, yeah, let's uh, have a listen now to the Fiddlers Five um, as we are doing a Cayley Dance uh, special and uh, information about that. This is... um, the Fiddler's Five group, the, the Lass o' Patty's Mill, Tamor, the Tata, and the Merry Boys of Greenland. A, a bit of a medley coming up to you now.
Fiddler's Five. Um, probably something you get out of Kaylee, that, I, I reckon. Well, that's the idea of me playing it. Um, Ron's just joined me, Ron McIntosh. G'day, Ron. Afternoon, sorry, good morning. <laughs> oh, I've got to try and find out which mic you're on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm on the one that's gone red. Yeah, yeah, you know, number th- you're number three. <laughs> number three. It's like, it's like riding a bike. We're going yeah. to need about 20 minutes. Yeah. We've, got, we've got some guests coming in from the Haggis Protectionist Society oh, at, um, at uh, half past ten. Oh, you so we've got be, a bit of time to you can't, be, you can't be cruel to Haggis. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, so how have you been, Ron? Uh, I've much been, been really happening? good, actually. Yeah, I'm still working. I'm still working for Go Bus. Um, driving special needs kids and I just love that it gives me um, a real sense of achievement um, working with kids like that and um, yeah it gives me something to get up for in the morning oh no that's great great and, and, and have seven start but it's not to worry it's good I enjoy it yeah yeah maybe a little tricky in the winter yeah we bit we a bit trickier but I'm used to it in Scotland so anything here is a piece of cake really <laughs> yeah. you know. so you know Loch Lomond tune reasonably oh, well absolutely yeah. um we'll be singing that quite a bit on the way home for, on, the, on the odd uh, yeah on the odd evening and, and Ranrig, of course um, recorded it live at Loch Lomond Donny Monroe and it's an absolutely brilliant Version and the crowd were just going nuts. And That's he was what we just the heard. Whole crowd, we kicked the show off. With he was that getting one. the whole crowd to sing. Um, and, and I suppose most people know the the the, the, the story about it because it was no, it no, was, no. Well, it was it was a man and a woman who were down in England, and he was going to be executed, and she was going to be sent back to Scotland, and his spirit would be in Scotland before. She got back to Scotland, so that's a story. Ah, okay. You take the high road, and I'll take the uh, low yeah, road, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'll be in Scotland before you. Nice. So it was actually his. Well, wasn't nice for him, but yeah. <laughs> he was going to be executed, and and that's the story, and it's a beautiful song. Yeah, yeah. And Renrig did it really proud when they did it at Loch Lomond because Donny Monroe said we're opposite the big pond. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a decent and size. It's a, lock, jazzy, isn't it? it's a jazzy version, and I think it's just brilliant. Oh, it was rock. It's rocking. I, I think it's great. I mean, I play it on Radio Dunedin <laughs> to get them up and out of the chairs <laughs> on a Sunday night to push, <laughs> to push. Anyway, but I've got a couple of tunes with me which I'll play oh, nice. maybe later on. Yep, yep. We'll, yeah. we'll grab those in a tip. Yep. So but tell anyway. Yeah, um, St Andrew's Day coming up, obviously yeah. uh, end of November. Yeah. H- how's it all going now? You want to tell people about this uh, coup? No, I don't know if I'm going to do the coup this year or not. Oh. Um, my idea was that we would get a Highland cow, uh, uh, like a baby Highland cow, maybe a year, year and a half old, into the octagon. And, and you know, it was going to be supervised, and, and the most docile animals, they really are, the most beautiful animals. But it just got too hard with COVID and everything else. But I think I will relook at it next year. Are you going to leave it? Yeah. yeah. Leave it a year. Yeah. It, it's just too difficult at the moment with everything that's going on. We've now got Bovis in the country and 1,500 people have got poxy. Monkey pox. Monkey pox. I mean, look, let's forget the present moment. <laughs> yeah, I think Everybody that's... just needs to seriously keep safe out there because, you know, there's, there's still there's 5,500 cases of COVID each day at the present moment. Yeah. It's yeah. just mind-boggling. Oh, yeah, it's it just really, kicking it, it's, it's ridiculous. And then, um, of course, the big and, thing and is the flu. flu. Yeah, that, yeah, that's all coming back now because we haven't had that for a couple no. of years. Um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm triple vaccinated, flu jabbed. If I could get a fourth vaccination, I would, because most of my family in the UK have all had four vaccinations. Oh, OK, the they've had four. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah, because it makes sense. I mean, it's nothing. It's a jab. 
You know? Well, that's right. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, it's yeah, no different yeah, to when we were kids and had to get polio and whooping cough and measles and all those inoculations. Yep. You didn't want them, but you had to have them. That's right. And I, I just think people who haven't had them uh, just put their lives and everybody else's lives at risk. But that's anyway, right. it's it's yep. personal choice. That's right. It's all down to but individuals. I, and that's, I, I must that's say, I'm proud the of the is. kids I drive. They've got autism. Some have cerebral palsy epilepsy, all sorts of different things. And 90% of the kids I drive are vaccinated. Okay. You know, um, which is, I'm really, I'm really proud of the parents and the caregivers. They really care about it. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you just don't want to get. I've had it now and um, I was fortunate. It didn't really affect me yeah, too much. I but, haven't, um, but my, yeah, one of my next door neighbors has had it and now she's got pneumonia. Right. So it, it affects people differently. But anyway, we'll move on. We'll have something happy. Yeah, yeah, well, maybe, maybe. I'm not too sure <laughs> if this is. It's the Battlefield Band who uh, once came through, um, and this track is in and out of the harbour, and then we'll come back with a tune from uh, Ron, that, Ron, you can chat about. Yeah, absolutely.
McDonald's, it was in their blood to fight. With each passing generation, it became a man's birthright. But they always had one common enemy. Never would the English crown take Scottish independence. All the battles raged in Glasgow and majestic Edinburgh. And they came with war machines, and in the Highlands shots were heard. Then the people rose in union, and the forces moved as one. And the clans all joined together to see English on the run. And in a tiny croft in Clocken sat a mother Peg MacDun, and she sewed a coat together for her 16-year-old son. And she cried as he was leaving, "Don't forget to keep you warm, and come you back to Clocken." When the English are all done, now Rob McDonn was ready as he left the croft behind, and he joined the Highland Pipe Brigade with one thing on his mind: that to keep his home and freedom, he must face it like a man. So he marched in common cadence with his musket in his hand. And he met the hill of battle in the highlands and the low, and the reason for the fighting long was in his blood to know. In the middle of the rumble, he went forward, gaining ground, and the bagpipes still were piping as the deadly all around. Then he moved with no direction till he faced the winds of north, and he boldly climbed the highlands farther from the Firth of Forth. Then one freezing, blowing morning came the cry of Peg MacDun, "Back to my croft in Clocken, God has sent me home, my son." And in another croft in Clocken, crossed the way from the MacDuns. With her face against the window, stood a young girl, tired and worn, and she smiled a secret, knowing as she breathed the prayer alone, "I thank the Lord for bringing Rob MacDun back safely home." Back to the croft and clocking. He returned to peace again. He had gone a boy of sixteen, but he came back as a man.
Okay, yes, Ron, tell us all about that one. Yeah, um, well, you might have recognised those voices, or you might not. Uh, that was Johnny Cash and Glenn Campbell. Oh, I thought so. And it's a, <laughs> sorry? I thought so. And it's a combination. Um, sure. And it's a combination that you hear very rarely. And it was a track I was given by a friend um, quite a number of years ago. I just love it. But I also met Glenn Campbell out here. Um, he came out to do a show, and I took him to play golf. And it was oh, really yeah. funny. I was up at St. Clair Golf Course and I said, um, you know, I've got Glenn Campbell outside who wants to have a game of golf. And um, the pro said, oh, yeah, pull, pull the other leg. I said, no, I have. So he walked in and he had his, his belt round his, round, big belt round his waist that he was going to play on his show. So we had 18 holes of golf and then we went for lunch. And then um, I picked him up because his limousine had broken down. I picked him up and took him to the show. And we were singing Rhinestone Cowboy in my car, which was just brilliant. <laughs> and he was such a nice man. Oh, he was lovely. So it's, it's, it's a great combination. He's a great songwriter, yeah, and, and Campbell, and guitar player. And a lovely combination with Johnny Cash. So, so what's that? A Crofton? It's a Crofton Clacken. Yeah. And it's a story about um, how the, the Scottish boys were basically forced to fight. Um, they were giving a sh- given a shilling. That was another song, The King's Shilling. Uh-huh. And they were forced to fight um, for the English. Um, and they were taken away from the Crofts and just put into yep. the army, whether they wanted to or not. What an unusual... Yeah, Glenn Campbell and Johnny Cash. Who'd have, who'd have yeah. thought that one? And yeah, he was actually. And James yeah. has just joined us. G'day, James. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to my friends travelling down from uh, Mrs. Wise and uh, Barrett, travelling down from Blenheim. Hope you can pick up the uh, pick up the show clearly on, on AM, maybe fifteen seventy five AM. Yeah, well, they won't know if they can't hear us. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, well, that was a good travel. story, Ron. That was a wonderful story. Excellent, excellent. So, how have you been, James? I've been uh, five foot. Nine. Five for eight and a half now. I've had COVID and I've from that. Yeah, yeah, me and Ron have been down there (laughs) under the day. (laughs) Otherwise, I haven't had it. He's wearing a tartan. A good turnout from the lads. There's quite a bit of tartan going there. Tartan masks, tartan scarves. Oh, you look good, Ron. James has got his tartan hat on. It's all go here with kilts and kiwi. Yes, I, yes, I like noticed yeah. that. I, I told Simon uh, at the meeting last week, ladies and gentlemen, that Kiwi does, uh, Maori does not have an S. So it used to be kilts and Kiwis, now it's kilts and Kiwis. Yeah, that's Marion's fault. Not, as, nothing as it to should be, Marianne's. as it should be, because uh, we don't we don't muck around with the Maori language. It's the the language of New Zealand. Uh, Ron's uh, shaking his head, but he's Scottish, so that's all right. Yeah, he doesn't count, really, does no, he? No, doesn't really count. Bloody immigrant. Yeah. Can't speak English, never mind Maori. <laughs> you'll get there, Ron, you'll get there. Let's have a track from another another visitor to our shore, well, um, visitors to our shore. A few years back, actually, we were around the Commonwealth Games Batten when they ran uh, something in, uh, in in the octagon. There was a whole event with the, the Batten of the Commonwealth Games relay and the British Council brought Ross and Jarlath through. Ross Ainsley is a... a, a um, well, they're, uh, they're both sort of piper pipe players and um, this track is called Old Old 
made with support from the Dunedin City Council Community Grant Scheme and the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. The Society fosters the historical sister city link between Dunedin and Edinburgh as well as planning local Scottish themed events. A highlight will be the annual St Andrew's Day celebrations to be held in the Octagon on November 27th. Keep an eye on the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Facebook page for updates. Special thanks also to Haraways for their great prize giveaways on kilts and kiwi. says we do not uh, play requests on this show I hunted that down for Murdo and uh, that was Pete and Diesel with a track called Western Isles that was excellent yeah it was up to the mic please Ron oh sorry (laughs) (laughs) I don't like interrupting no 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 Uh, jump um, in jump in I'm I'm going to play well hold on hold on there Pete and Diesel yeah so that's sort of like quite Pogsy and I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I, I, get that's you what out I thought. Of your armchair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, so, and James, you were talking about um, St Andrew's Day, a bit of a scoop, but bit of a news flash. Yes. What's happening? Well, I've joined the Grumpy Scotsman, and um, although I'm I'm not Scottish, um, I'm I'm sort of I've learned all these reels and Kayleys and things, 
and um, I'm now in the uh, I'm now a grumpy Scotsman. So I'll, not only will I be the the bouncer at the bar, which I normally you know, get out of here, that sort of thing. I'll also I'll be come playing. Get me I'll, one. I'll get paid by the um, finally get paid by the. <laughs> <laughs> but we don't pay much, mate. Don't get no, too excited. No, no, I'm not going to. No, Simon pays the bill, so be careful. <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm looking. I've, no, I've, I think, been, I've been enjoying it. The Grumpy Scotsman and, um, might have to pay us this time. They're actually very good. I, I got the one that plays the accordion. I got the one that plays the accordion up to my radio show. The and he was fin- he was fantastic. Oh, yeah. Jock's, Jock's a character, right? Such a character, really. Yeah, was he sure is. Jock was good, a, good to chat back to. with the original Dunedin yes. Edinburgh Folk Club, he was, wasn't he? He was. And he's in the Pog and Scroggin and all that. Oh, he was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. 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 No, so, he, so what do you ch- what are you playing in the um? Uh, what instrument are you playing? I'm playing an uh, electric. Electric keyboard. Oh, that, that that's too tricky. I don't know about that. It's not very really Scottish. We'll have to run it by I've, the committee. I've had to learn them off, um, and because they're a bit um, vague with, the, I hope they're not listening, a bit vague with the chords. I've had to learn it off um, Spotify. Oh, I'm brilliant. I, I, I'm in I'm, I'm in awe with people that can play like that. I really am. Oh, J- James is a bit of a magician on the keys. He, oh, he, he loves. Just, he's a good tinkler on, on the black yeah. and white. Steady on. That'll be enough of that. Tinkling um, on the black and whites is he's pretty good. He's no, pretty good. I, 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 I no, I hopefully you're not bringing in vocals, eh? No, no, no. Good, no, good, good. That's, that's right. Yeah, we, we might be able to let the we keyboards can, we can in. keep the audience. So there's a keyboard, squeeze box, and acoustic and, guitar. And, uh, and, and, and Mitch is singing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Okay, something to look forward to. November 27th. Fingers crossed. Good weather. Yeah, yes, you know, I think yes, we might be due. and we may have some cruise ships, in, and then that always makes a difference too. Yeah, oh, who, <laughs> who knows? Oh, I don't know. Be cruise ships by then? Oh, oh, no, no, I think, I think it's all going. No, about the Feb- cruise ships are back in back in October, oh, isn't it? February, I heard. Oh, okay. No, I think it's October. I think the the seasons. Julie will know. Yeah. Sorry, Julie will know. Well, yep. We've got we've got inside information. We do. We do. Kilts and Kiwi, um, Access Radio Otago, uh, OAR FM, with Ron, Simon and James. Uh, we've, got, we've got another tune coming up. I think it's one of your ones, Ron, isn't it? Yeah, if, uh, you, w- if you want to play it, yeah, and then I'll talk after Oh, you want to it. talk after? You don't want to pre-nothing before? No, because before? It, it's from a track called Every Song's a Story. Okay, let's have a listen to that. Another pint, Big Alan. I will have another pint before we go. The kickoff's not till three o'clock. There's time to knock another back. We'll have to take a taxi though. Shall we sing another song, Big Alan? I will have another song before we go. Parcel of Rogues or John McLean Sammy's bar plus busk again It's great to sing the harmonies you know Oh we're going to miss the match Big Alan The session in the Scotch is going well John Rowan's giving points away Trying to make the punter stay It's working as the crowds begin to swell Oh it's five o'clock we'll have to go Big Alan we promised we'd be home in time for tea 
I wonder how the game has gone I think I heard that Celtic won But, oh, no, no, no That just can't be Did you hear what Archie said, Big Alan? There are two folks dead at Ibrooks Park As we made the journey home The numbers rose again and again This nerdy game is turning very dark Jinky Johnson had just scored a goal for Celtic Then an equaliser came from Colin Steen The Rangers fans all went mad They jumped with joy and that was sad It caused a crush on Stairway 13 Sixty-six died in the crush, Big Alan To think that you and I should have been there We had tickets for the end Where the Rangers fans descend Down that steep, steep stair For just a time the fans were all united Remembering the families and the dead Fathers, mothers, daughters, sons This affected everyone There were prayers throughout the city being said It was the second day of January, Big Alan The year was 1971 a time when most Scots dance and sing A party time for all Lang Syne Not this year for Glasgow's blue and green So that track is sung by Fraser Bruce and it's Every Song's a Story. And Fraser went to school with my sister, my brother and my brother-in-law. And that story is about a football game and a New Year's game at Ibrox between Rangers and Celtic. And it's a game that he was supposed to be going to, but because they were singing, they didn't get there. Now, I was actually at that game as well with my brother. Who won? Uh, no, it was one nothing to Celtic, and we left with about ten minutes to go. And when I got home, he was robbed. No, when I got home, my mum said there's been a disaster at, at Ibrox, and I said, "Yeah, I know." Celtic won. She said, "No, there's fifty six people have died, and there was over a hundred were injured." So was it one of the? Was it like a crushing? It was type? a crushing thing. What yeah. happened was when um, Rangers scored the equaliser, all the fans who'd been leaving came back in again. There was eighty ninety thousand people at the game. Yeah. And the barriers crushed, and he was actually at the at the supposed to be at the part of the ground where the barrier was. My brother and I were further along, and we didn't know. So yeah, so we missed it. 
But the only good thing that came out of it was that they restructured Ibrox and it's one of the best stadiums in the world. Another thing was it brought Rangers and Celtic foot, football fans together for probably the first time. And only time. And probably the only time, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> but it's not like a rugby match here. It's not even an intense rivalry. It's an intense hatred, which is really sad. And it's all about reli- it's all about religion. You know, um, Catholic against Protestant. Yeah. And it shouldn't be because it, it's football. But it is. It's, it's intense rivalry and often in extreme violence, which is very sad. So that would have been in the 70s, Ron? N- no, that was in 1950. Um, oh, I, way I back. Was, uh, 1963. I was 15. And, yeah. the, and that's when that happened? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I think they just started to... Because then that led... That was... Well, that's quite a way back. Because mm. wasn't, it, wasn't it the Hillsborough disaster? Hillsborough was after that. was that. in the 80s, wasn't yeah. it? And well, that, that was, led to that was all-seated that. stadiums. Yeah, again, they restructured a lot of the stadiums. There was another one where there was a fire at Bradford and there was about 50, 40 yeah. or 50 killed in that. But, yeah. Um, and then they put up barriers and, and, and concrete and wire and more to stop people getting on the ground. Oh, yeah, it was pretty brutal. Which was ridiculous, because if there was a fire, they couldn't go anywhere. That's right. So they tore down all those structures and and remodelled most of the football stadiums. So now they're just... It was the egress that was the problem, just getting out was the problem. Sorry. But getting out safety was the problem, rather than people getting in. Getting out was hard. Well, on on that particular day, what happened was the crowds were leaving and then came back in again and created a massive crush. And I mean, 56 died and there was over 100 injured. It was dreadful. It was terrible. But they're now just, I think they've just started, um, they did some trials in the Premier League last year about withstanding... I think they're bringing it back, aren't they? Yeah. They've, they've had a bit of a run. Yeah. Oh, it's a good little time. We're just having a bit of a chat here. Yeah. And, um, I, I, Sam I mentioned something about Hillsborough. Yep. Because Kenny Dalglish obviously was Celtic's manager and then Liverpool's manager. Um, he'd actually been a Rangers fan. And when Celtic went to sign him, they'd take down all these Rangers posters. <laughs> and he went to every single funeral um, from the Hillsborough disaster. Every single one. If he wasn't there, his players were. Yeah. And they say Kenny Kenny was really never the same after that. The kind of the whole kind of focus and direction towards football went out of it because it was kids crushed and it was just dreadful, yeah. just shocking. And it should never have happened. Yep, that's right. Yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of those little things. Yeah. It's a fine anyway, line, isn't that's it? enough for me. That's enough on the football. And, and we've got another guest now. We've now got a full complement of people here. Sam's just uh, arrived, and he's he's a, a member of the Haggis Protection Society. He's a Haggis protectionist. And, and of course, we're going to be chatting with um, with him shortly and um, about about the Kaylee. But we'll, we'll bring him in. He's probably um, got Celtic or Rangers. Uh, the other side of the divide from I'm Celtic yeah, so. yeah. and the rivalry is oh, still there the barrier yeah. between them two they're sitting next to each other <laughs> the rivalry is still there it's still it's, going it's strong intense. unfortunately it's yes intense. which is as you say disappointing there's, part, there's some parts of Glasgow where there's wire netting over the traffic lines because Rangers supporters throw bricks at the green lights. That's how ridiculous <laughs> it's got. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a question for you, well, though. Why are you protecting the haggis? Is it in danger? Oh, it always has been, especially what? when the English found out about That's it. Right. It was so tasty. Oh, and then they were after it. <laughs> well, my, my information was originally it wasn't tasty at all. It was just all you could get. 
Well, that, that <laughs> depends on your perspective, doesn't yeah. it? <laughs> that's all you can get. It's tasty. <laughs> well, that's right. If you're that hungry, yeah. yeah. Your mum might. Why don't you? Hunger's the best cook. It was a food that Scots used to eat a lot of um, with, with turnip and potatoes. Yep. And now it's getting spicier and it's, it's much better. Mm. The haggis in Scotland is, is much spicier than the one you get here. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. And I prefer it. But, you know, I, I love haggis, and it's amazing the people that try it who have never tried it before and love it. Yep. I mean, we sell a lot of it, as you know, with, with the haggis pies the, yeah, with at the, St. Yeah. Andrew's Day. And then I, I did a fundraiser for the Cancer Society for Really for Life, and I sold hundreds of them. Yeah, yeah, it's I just a unique little thing, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so hopefully yeah, that, that'll be something to look forward to again on the, on that Sunday, November yeah, absolutely. 27th. So yeah. who ate yeah. all the pies are involved again? Yeah. Well, pies, Steve yeah. usually Steve, yeah, wonderful. makes Steve's up a great. batch, doesn't he? Gives he? Them all that, gives them, uh, as them all at cost, uh, and we sell them and make yeah. a huge profit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, do we? I don't know. Yeah, well, didn't you see Ron drive in <laughs> yeah, with his limousine yeah, yeah, just before? I was quite chuffed. I raised over $700 for the Cancer Society. Just selling pies yeah. after really for, for life was cancelled. So that's great, that's Ron. You do a lot yeah. of great well work here. Well he does a gr- he does a lot of good work for charity, does our Ron? But I enjoy it. <laughs> no, that's and what right. you get out it's of life, you, you get going. back. Yeah, hopefully. And, and James, you've got a <laughs> little bit. Of, <laughs> of course, we, we yeah, celebrate St Andrew's Day, twenty seventh November for us in the Octagon. Um, you got a bit there about um, St yeah, Andrews. Yeah, I've just um, it's the moon fell about um, St Andrew the Apostle. He was thought to have begun his life as a fisherman in Galilee and may have originally been a disciple of St. John. He was the elder brother of St. Peter and was called Jesus to become, a, by Jesus, named him this, the fisherman, a fisher of men. For this reason, he's often depicted in paintings with a fishing net. A key figure in the story of Jesus, Andrew is involved in many major moments of Christ's life, including, of course, the Last Supper. Later in his life, he is said to have preached as far away as Romania, Ukraine, I hope he's praying there at the moment, and Russia. Where he well, shouldn't there. be praying. <laughs> Enough for me from the uh, political stuff. Let's get uh, back to the music. Yeah, well, you've, you've got something here for us, James. Um, Eric Bogle? Er, yes, yes, Eric Bogle. Let's I'm get... learning Eric Bogle's song, Simon, to your chagrin. Oh, right, for, for St Andrew's Day? No. Oh, that's okay. No. A Prime Minister called the uh, Hawk and an opposition leader called the uh, Peacock. And uh, the university educated among you will know that these are the name of two birds. <laughs> Very difficult for a Scotsman to say that, birds. <laughs> how, how do you say it in Aussie? Birds, mate. <laughs> birds, mate. <laughs> right, two birds. <laughs> it was a challenge that no songwriter could resist. And I'm no songwriter. <laughs> so I gave in the temptation. This is called Birds of a Feather or the Chicken Chorus. For reasons you'll find out very painfully, very shortly. As indeed we will.
Paul heard the squawk of the goodish alien hawk from his lofty perch on high As he hunts with seal for his favorite meal which isn't humble pie Though his favorite fare is Mint Sinclair served with peacock's tongue He likes raw steak mixed with yellow cake but he never eats his young Quack, 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 Now the peacock bird, he looks superb, stately and dignified But it's all just show, cause like AZO, nothing much happens inside His usual habitat is far too rank, I'm off a trap called Artie Farties He's a flashy pet of the swinging set, much in demand at parties Quack, 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 if you venture forth up to the north, you might not find much culture, but you find the nest of that well-known pest, the brass neck queens and vulture. This vulture has a parent for a wife like Peter Pan and Wendy. To his paragon, sweet pumpkin scars and occasional liberal trendy. <laughs> Where the weather's often murky And in that land of rivers and dams There's a small Tasmanian turkey This stubborn coot's like King Canute I guess the daddy's always kicking Though he goes gobble-gobble He thinks he's an eagle When everybody knows he's a chicken Quack, 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 quack Quack, 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 quack Set no store for those who soar They're all birds of a feather They'll sing the same tune They'll promise you the moon Then they'll all flock off together I've often thought that you should not Look up to those who fly Cause if you do, I'm telling you blue They'll put that in your eye Quack, 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 quack Quack, 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 quack Quack, 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 quack Quack, 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 Grats for tea. Billy, Billy, come on, son. Grats for tea. Fresh grats. Oh, I don't want grats for tea, Daddy. What? I went out specially and got them for you. Oh, but, Daddy, we had grats yesterday. Look, son, I walked seven miles to the Highwood to get you grats. That's fourteen miles in all, counting the journey back. And you don't want grats? I fried them for you. Fried grats. Mmm, I fried them in butter. I don't want them, Daddy. Daddy, we've had grats for three years now. I'm fed up with grats. I don't want them any more. Daddy, can't we have something else for tea? Oh, son, grats. They're lovely. Daddy. I don't want grats anymore. I hate grats. I detest them. I have them every day and they're always fried in butter. Can't you think of another way of cooking grats? There's hundreds of ways of cooking grats. Boil them or bake them or stew them or braise them. But every day, fried grats. Billy, come in for tea. Fried grats. I've walked 14 miles, seven miles to the high wooden back. Three years of Grats. Look what it's done to me, Daddy. Come here. Come here into the bedroom and look at ourselves in the mirror, you and me. Now look at that. 
Yes, I see what you mean. Son, let's not waste these gruts. Tomorrow I'll go to the highwood and get something else. Look, Daddy, you've been saying this for three years now. Every day we have the same thing. I take you to the mirror and you say we'll have something else for tea. What else is there in the highwood besides gruts? Well, there's leaves, bark, grass and leaves. Gruts are really the best, you must admit it. Yes, Daddy, I admit it. Gruts are really the best, but I don't want them. I hate them. I detest them. In fact, I'm going to take this panful of gruts and throw them out. Oh, don't do that. Don't throw them out, for goodness sake. You'll poison the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a bit of Ivor Cutler. Gruts for tea, and we've had a bit of a discussion on that. And, and actually, the interesting thing is here, first show back, we've now got a five-way conversation going on because we've just had another haggis protectionist join us. Gordon, Gordon's on the phone there. G'day, Gordon. Are you, morning. Are you, yeah? Morning, Kudu. Hey, nice, nice. And we've got Sam. Sam, you're on four. Yep, I'm still here as yep, well. Sam's on four. Ron's on three. Yep, still here. Yep, good, good. <laughs> James, James, you're on two. Yep, yep, I'm still here. And I'm on one. That's nice. We're all here. So, yep, Gruts. Gruts is uh, obviously fict- fictitious, Fict- yeah? Fictitious, yeah. Yep. <laughs> but, obviously. Um, but, you know, it tied in quite nicely with our discussion on haggis. <laughs> Which we just had just Which previously. Is probably slightly nicer. Yeah, slightly nicer. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you might, uh, you, you could possibly have nice gruts. We just don't know, do we? No. Maybe that's something we should uh, introduce mean, at St Andrews Day. You mean gruts? So gruts pies? Gruts pies? What are gruts? That would be a challenge for Ron, wouldn't it? Okay, Ron. We don't know. There's no such thing. No such thing. I've never eaten one. Just either cutler being being either cutler. Anyway, let's uh, get on to the, the matter of hand. A Scottish Kaylee in Dunedin. It's the, uh, the second, what, what would you call that? The second, second annual, yes. annual yep, at, at the yeah, University yep. Union. Yep, yep, yep. Um, okay, um, for people who, um, we had a, there was a good, good few hundred last time. Um, tweaks? Any tweaks in, to, to mention? What, what, what's, what's, yeah. what's your thoughts there, guys? There was a couple of tweaks. Um, I'll jump in. Gordon and you just sort of holler when you're ready as well. Um, obviously, what surprised us was when the first the band started, everyone got up straight away. The right. entire room, there was nobody left sitting. And so that caught us out of back because we actually thought we were going to, like a wedding, we were going to have to start the dancing. Until everybody else gets, gets drunker and joins in, and um, it was the exact opposite. The entire room got up, and it was a bit busy. So, and we had tables and chairs That's up there. Yeah. That was. <laughs> so we're this this year, we've moved the tables and chairs from the, the top dance floor, just so people have got a bit more room. So I think that's the biggest learning from last year, um, Gordon. No, I, th- I think you're right, Sam. I think that that is the biggest learning. Um, I think interestingly though. Um, the, the numbers are probably slightly slightly lower this year, um, just just by well, maybe fifty odd. So we'll put, I think we're looking probably to have around about one hundred and fifty this year, um, and I think people have people have been affected by COVID, um, so um, which is unfortunate. But we're still really keen to, to have the event and, and get it going and try and keep some normality going through it, um, throughout the social social calendar. 
Yeah, make it a make it a regular sort of thing. Yeah, you know, obviously yeah, yeah. Masariki as well has come in here, yeah. and that's this is probably the first time that that's really going to have a, um, a, a a larger impact, I guess, on 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 the public being a holiday holiday on the Friday, and right, um, yeah, so many yeah. events happening, and um, you know, but but you're right, in, indoor events, and it's still yeah, there's still a lot going on, obviously, and um, we will have that right through. Well, who knows. But hopefully just through winter and yeah. then we get out of it. I think that the fact that we're having it the same weekend as Matariki is a real positive. Yep. Because, and, and I actually think that the holiday is going to help us. Because we've not, people might have get got, some people so coming down. So they can down. still have their, 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 their almost a weekend, Friday, Saturday. Yeah, yeah. Come to the Cayley, recover Sunday, work on Monday. Yeah. So I think it's a good, I, I do think it's yeah, a yeah, really so good Yeah, yes, it could be. Yeah, it's worth yeah. keeping it in the calendar like that. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and again, we, we did have a I lot of numbers. So the, the reduced well, numbers might help. Sorry, Gordon. I was just going to say, one of the interesting things from last year was just finding out how the Dunedin populace um, plan for their events um, and what we found out was that most, most people booked their tickets the week before <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's so true yeah. Yeah, that's, we're, 80, we're 80%. a bit of an influx this week yeah, yeah. that's everything yeah. 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 you're lucky years ago when I was working at 4XO um, we used to do a lot of promotions for shows and they used to book their tickets <laughs> on the day <laughs> so a lot of promoters actually used to cancel because Dunedin was yeah, just so too risky. too risky but that has changed yeah. dramatically yeah, it has in yeah. a way for, for bigger shows, but I think um, for smaller, more community-based things all around New Zealand, that, that's very much like that. You know, you get probably 80% in the last week, 10 days. Yeah. I mean, we had a huge influx at the beginning, massive. When we first advertised yeah. it again, we get a huge... In fact, we, we almost sort of thought, oh. thought we are going to have to cut the numbers back again because the, the influx was massive. And that was the people who came last year. They signed up straight away Brilliant. to ensure they didn't miss a ticket. Yeah. yeah. So, and I think that's the, the message as well. We want to get out there. Is yeah. that you need to? Well, that's good to get a call because we yeah, are limiting the numbers, and the numbers have yeah. to be. Were people, yeah. people, people dressed up, dressed up for the no, to the nines. That, that's the beauty of a Kaylee. You don't, you don't have to. Obviously, we did because we've bought it, and you want to get your money's worth out of it. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. There's only three times a year you can wear it. So, and yeah. this is one of them. So, I'm obviously got it out. Dusted it down, swung it around, and um, this is something to do with a warmer, is it? No, <laughs> <laughs> so we just wanted you, you don't have to. Lots of people had um, just general day to day comfy clothes on, but yeah. yeah, and it's great if they do make an effort. Anything tartan, so I have my tartan trousers on, oh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, we're actually going to try and maybe have a, a picture this year, do something a little bit different. So, anyone who does turn up in the kilt, maybe have a mass picture, see if we can get the most they need in kilts in one area, yeah. that kind of thing. Tartan. So, yeah, tartan. yeah, so we'll do little, we're tweaking it every time we yeah, do it. Yeah, Last that, year was the first good. year, yeah. uh, we were all learning, we've picked up some things that we want to improve, and the, the, again, the, the picture of everyone, hopefully, together. Is one of them S- same band and same caller? Yes, yep. th- 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 that's yep. absolutely fundamental. Yep. Who's, your, who's your caller? Jo- John, um, John Steele. God, do you remember the caller's name? Oh, Gary. Give me two seconds and I'll tell it's you that. Gary. 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 Yeah. yeah. Gary. <laughs> Gary from Christchurch. There you go. Christchurch. We'll just Club refer to him yeah. as Gary from yeah. Christchurch going yeah. forward. And which band was it? <laughs> Oh, the, the, there wasn't a real band. They made themselves up. They, were, they came from two or three different areas. Yeah, the woman Cardinal, was from Queenstown. Queenstown. She's a fiddle yeah. player. Yeah. Um, so we pulled them together. Little, you know, little, little green men from 
Yeah. The little green men from Invercargill as well. Yeah, um, little so green men, yeah. They were yeah. involved as well. So, yeah, awesome. it, was, it was a pool, pooled together. Um, yeah, excellent. It's three pieces. I've just reserved two tickets for myself. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the reason we pulled them together, because we, we wanted a unique sound. Yes. I mean, yeah, it was yeah, a no, risk. Great. It yeah, was yeah, a just don't know. Risk. Yeah, you got to try these things. Yeah, yeah. and if you get yeah. the band in the collar wrong, it's a yeah. complete. It's a yeah. waste of time. Everybody yeah. just gets drunk. And yeah, falls yeah. Over. and, yeah. and this instead of getting drunk and dancing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't, I can't dance, but I can drink. Yeah, <laughs> supper. There's a yeah, supper provided again. Gary Elford was our caller, and he's our caller this year as well. So he did a great job last year. Yeah, no, his character, magic. Yeah, it was really good. He kept he kept everyone moving, yeah. and again, the beauty of a good caller. Last year was my first ever Kaylee, so I had never been to one before. I had never. I grew up in Glasgow and Glasgow Easter House, so we didn't have Kayleys. We had parties. Jenna, <laughs> there was a party. You all get drunk. You had a party. Would you call me? Guess how many Kayleys I've been to, and I'm from Glasgow. Right. None. There you go. <laughs> see, it's a Kaylee virgin. Kaylee <laughs> <Yes. laughs> virgin. Right? Well, come along. We'll be gentle with you. <laughs> we were dancing together. I've been from Ravensbourne, and I've been to one. There you go. So people who are listening <laughs> never been to one. Come well, along. Right. It's a great it's, night. And one of the things that I did learn, the caller. You don't know the steps, the caller's there for you. Yep. Yep. When you're the one yep. going left and the tyre rooms turn right, the <laughs> caller's on you. Yeah. <laughs> and that happened in more in than one occasion. Way. Yeah, in a good way. Can, you, can you get left and right printed on your back? Like Lemons. When you're banging into people, that's what I would do. It was a great experience. My first one was just fantastic. Yeah. It was so I didn't hadn't laughed for such a long time. I that that hard. I think that that's long. important. I, I remember watching four weddings and a funeral when mm. they had the Kaylee at, at the wedding, and the big Scottish guy had a heart attack and died, <laughs> but they were still dancing around yeah. him because <laughs> they were having such a good time. And he stole his wallet first. <laughs> <laughs> But humour is so important yeah. in life and with music. Sure the is. two go, sure the two, two go together. Mm-hmm. Now, how do people get tickets? Gordon, I'll let you take that one. Yeah, if you go to our website, um, which is haggis.nz, um, you can click on the link there that takes you through to the um, Symantrix, uh website and book the tickets there. Easy. Brilliant, brilliant. I'm glad you said the website haggisprotectionsociety.co.uk. Yep. <laughs> just haggis.nz. No, ha- haggis.nz. That's good. Haggis.nz. Even I can work that one out. <laughs> that's good. And it's um, main common room in the Otago University? Yeah, it's, it's actually in the, the Union Hall. Um, yeah, I thought all that. These, so it isn't all the, these yeah. rooms are linked together. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the main common room uh, last year we had kind of as the, the breakout area with tables and chairs for folk to have a have, have a rest, have a drink, um, and uh, enjoy the food that we're putting on as well. Yeah. Can I ask how many tickets you've sold already? I think we've sold over 100 so far. And how many? Yep. What's your yep. limit? About 100. We were, we're actually, um, uh, yeah, about 170. 70. So, okay. you're, so you're, you're well on the way. Yeah. That's magic. Oh, yeah, we've actually, we're no concerns whatsoever. That 230 last year, We've got the, the opportunity just, yeah. to yeah. take it up higher, but yeah. we want to try and keep it a number where we're, we're all more comfortable. Mm, yeah. So, again, and that, that's, that again is important. Yeah. yeah. The sooner you get in, the better, yeah. because there will be a point where we will close okay. it. Good. Yeah. Brilliant. So bringing Gordon in, Gordon's on the phone at the university there. Um, 
Sam's Sam's Glaswegian. Ron's Glaswegian. Me and James are, I guess, Kiwi. I guess. Um, <laughs> guess. Yeah. You're either. Well, I'm sort of. I was born in Red Hill, so you know, that's not. <laughs> I was born at the Cove. He <laughs> was born at the Cove. Uh, um, yeah. So, Gordon, where are you from? Uh, yep, um, I'm from uh, Edinburgh originally. No, this is good. <laughs> We're the Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. We needed something. We needed a local. Yeah. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, yeah that's great. So yeah, I've, I've, I'm in the process of getting kicked out of the room that I'm in. So bear with me. Skived off long enough. You yeah. had 15 minutes. <laughs> good on you. Good on you. Cheers, Gordon. We'll catch you later. Cheers, Gordon. It's it is a bit awkward when you're not in the you know like he's on the phone he's sort of on the outer we're all sort of bantering off each other and it's it's amazing when you do talk and how you I, I, I was you get those cues. See where he was from, but he seemed to have a problem with yeah. that. Oh, no, 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 no. You can see why when you see he's from like Edinburgh. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit embarrassed to see it, isn't it? How many in the? Because I'm just trying to think. Most the, he's probably the only one from Edinburgh in the group, isn't he? Yeah. About six of you. There's, six, no, there was six, but Christian went back to the UK. To oh, live, he's gone. So okay. he's gone back. <laughs> yep. um, but he's still involved. He's still helping us out in marketing and things like oh, that. Oh, nice. But he's now back living in the UK. And where's he gone back to? Oh, he's went back to Glasgow. So oh, he's, he's a Glasgow, Glasgow boy. Yeah. 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 Okay. Nice. <coughs> right, I've got a... I don't know where I am at the moment. We've got a tune here lined up. We'll see what that is, and then we'll come back with Sam's tune, and you can have a little chat about that. And is that Bray? Are we going to do Brayback, or is that for Gordon? <coughs> uh, I think Brayback is for Gordon. Yeah, we'll, we'll, Gordon. Give, we'll, give, we'll, we'll play a bit of Brayback. We'll try and sort that out. And... Um, yeah, let's have a bit of music. Um, can't remember what it is. I so think let's have a look, mate. I think it's, it's one of yours, Ron. Um, the Corries. Oh, it could be the yeah. Corries. Yep, yeah, it is too. It's, it's the Corries. Hey. Clear mountain air and many were dead. 
time to be sleeping, hush, hush. Dreams come a-creeping, dreams, oh. Peace and of freedom, so smile in your sleep, bonny baby. Where was our fierce highland metal, our men once so fearless in battle, now stand cowed, huddled like cattle, and wait to be shipped o'er the ocean. Hush, hush, time to be sleeping, hush, hush, dreams come a-creeping, dreams of peace and of freedom, so smile in your sleep, bonny baby. Crying or pleading, gone, gone, all hope of staying. So hush, hush, the anchors are weighing. Don't cry in your sleep, funny baby. Hush, hush, time to be sleeping. Hush, hush. Dreams come a creeping, dreams of peace and of freedom. So smile in your sleep, bonny baby. So that, that was the Corries, and that was live um, from Edinburgh, Gordon, if you're listening. Um, and, and that song was called Hush Hush. Whereabouts in Edinburgh, Ron? I, I don't know. Oh, okay. We and don't know anywhere in Edinburgh. Don't ask me difficult questions. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, that, that's a song about when they, when they cleared the highlands of people to make room for sheep. And they deported all the they put deported kids, um, adults, the whole lot. Just dreadful. Uh, and it wasn't just the English; it, it was this, the Scottish landlords as well. They were just as bad. Mm. So it's a very, very sad song. Hush, hush, when a lot of the crofts were burnt and the land was taken over for sheep. Very, very sad part of um, Scotland's history. And the Corries between them, they were just amazing. <coughs> they, they, they wrote Flower of Scotland, and of course that's Scotland's unofficial, unofficial national anthem, if royalty aren't there. And royalty haven't been there a lot in Scotland, so they play that a lot. Yeah. And it's a beautiful, and between them they play 15 different instruments. Just magic. So I hope you enjoyed that. And, the and most of them quite well. Yeah. yeah. Now you're on uh, Dunedin's um, OAR FM with Kilts and Kiwi. Uh, J- James, you got something here? Yeah, I've, I've been doing a course um, through U3A on Robert Louis Stevenson. Um, Robert Louis Stevenson, but he, he changed it to Louis because he made him sound uh, more artistic, I think. Um, he's from 15 Heriot Row, Edinburgh. Um, and I'll just read a very short poem of 
um, Robbie Burns. Um, this, I'm sorry, <laughs> Robert Louis Stevenson. Um, I'm, I'm overwhelmed here by Scottishness. The moon has a face like a clock in the hall. She shines on thieves on the garden wall, on streets and fields and harbour keys, on buddies asleep in the forks of trees. And incidentally, my family came from Aberdeen. So um, it's... Uh, we're sort of covering all of Scotland, really, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's the way. Yeah, if Marion was here, we'd have the Lowlands involved. Yeah, mm. she's Galloway, isn't she? She's Galloway. She is Galloway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, I don't know most. Of the, most of our committee, we, where they all, where all their roots yeah. are from. Do you, do you know? Them? Yeah. Well, um, Steve, uh, Steve Walker. Yeah. Um, he's from. I think he's from Dundee. Oh, okay. Um, yep, yep. But no, I'm probably Steve and I are the only Scots on the committee, as far as I know, yeah. at the present moment. Bryn's Welsh, <laughs> <laughs> but we've got a magic committee, and you know it's hard work. You know, you're putting on um, well, you count up the hours, a, a festival, eh? we, which we've done um, recently, once it's a year, hopefully without COVID, and uh, it's a four-hour show. And it's a magic show, it really is. If you've never been to it, you've got to come down and see it. Um, St Andrew's Day is just incredible. It's a celebration of everything that's good about Scotland for four hours. Sam, we've got a song here. Dylan John Thomas. Yep. Yep. What's it? There's nothing really particular. Not Welsh? No, definitely not Welsh. Oh, well, that's good. Bloody hell. Don't get me started on the Welsh. <laughs> What's in English? <laughs> oh, that wasn't our Welshman that lost the uh, the European tie for Rangers in the penalty chair. Was, um, What's the guy who well, missed maybe, the penalty? Maybe they're not so bad after all. <laughs> <Yeah>. eh? <laughs> What's the guy? Um, is the, 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 um, oh, yeah, the one that missed it. The yeah, yeah, yeah. One. In the, in the Europa League final. Mm, yeah. I think he's dead. <laughs> he's dead to you. Ramsey. Sure. Aaron, Ram- it was Aaron Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. Ramsey. Yeah. Um, yes. So, when I was sort of growing up, all Scottish songs were very fiddly musically. Mm. So, tread, yeah. Yeah, and then when we had, when the play, Proclaimers came out and they actually sang in their own sort of dialect, that was, I'd never really heard that before. Mm. It was great. Yeah. And there's not many, though. Paolo Natini does, doesn't he? There's yeah. not a lot of well, Scots that sing like no, Scots. No, but eh? there's more and more coming Is through. It, yeah. and, and so, uh, for the. Listeners who's got Spotify, if you go on there, you'll find something called Scottify. Ah, okay. So if you just put in your search, Scottify, and that's all young Scottish bands coming through now. Yeah. And a lot of them are now sort of using their own dialect. They are singing in their own tongue. Yeah. As opposed to some sort of four American English mm-hmm, accent, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which we all naturally drop into when we're singing for some obscure reason. But, um, so... There's, a, there's this new wave coming through where they're actually singing with their own accents, which is great. Okay. Well, Billy Connolly's always had sung with a Scottish accent, hasn't he? Yeah, he never had much chance success, though, did he? Yeah, pretty good. Chat. Chat success, too. Yeah, he did with a chat, but not chat. chat. Yeah. Oh, the Humble Bums were very <laughs> successful. Yeah. You know, yeah, but, I mean, but then he wasn't singing then. Was he singing? Yeah, he was yeah. playing banjo and singing with the Humble uh, Bums. Was Jerry Rafferty was the main singer? That one, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. no, the Humble no. Bums were actually set up before Jerry Rafferty came along. Aye. Jerry Rafferty was in at the Paisley Folk Club, yep. and Billy Connolly was singing with the Humble Bums, and he came up and started chatting to Billy Connolly and took Billy Connolly back to his flat for a few beers and let him, as you do, and let him listen to some of his music. And the following day, Billy Connolly signed him onto the Humble Bums. Aye. 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 And it was more than a few beers, yeah. I, I would hesitate yeah. to guess. And, and of course, then when they split up, 
Jerry Rafferty went on to do Baker Street and John Steele as well. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's magic. Well, he's one of those Brilliant artists like Brilliant Kate position. Bush who've had a re- resurgence because yeah. mm. a lot of Jerry Rafferty tunes are on one of the uh, Euphoria, yeah. I think, was the, the, yeah. Yeah, the, was the, the Netflix series. Bonnie Wright that's covered yeah. Jerry Rafferty as well. I, yeah. I think yeah. the connection was they both looked the same, long hair, <laughs> hippies. Um, they used to call Billy Connolly um, Ho Chi Minh <laughs> 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 Good old Billy, eh? Magic. Billy, he's brilliant. I mean, Billy. he's done so much for Scotland, Billy Connolly. He, he sure really has. has. Yeah. You know, D- there's, Dylan murals, John Thomas. there's murals all over Glasgow of them, uh, or murals, I should say. Yeah, yeah, murals. <laughs> My mum used to say murals. That was in Coronation Street. <laughs> Kilts and Kiwi is uh, Dylan John Thomas. <laughs> Took my medication, but I think it's wearing off. Though you can tell, cause I'm not well. Blame my recreation for the thoughts inside my head. Though you can tell, I've spent a few days in heaven. I've went all the way, lost in hell. On a sunny day And I can feel the, feel the fire Excellent, Dylan John Thomas, and the track was Feel the Fire. 
that might have woke a few of them up. Yeah, yeah, we've, it's Simon. good to chuck that in. <laughs> you know, it's, it's nothing like a bit of... Um, yeah, and it, we, we had a young lad come through um, with us with the British Council, Craig... Lithgow, who's very sung in a very strong Scottish accent. Yeah. I don't know if you- it's interesting about accents because you hear people speak and they've got really strong accents, but then when you hear them sing, mm. they generally don't have a have a, a real accent. Apart from maybe Billy Connolly, who who'd, used to sing in the Glasgow way mm-hmm. when everybody was drunk, you know. But people actually yes, did. He was young. But people <laughs> yeah. actually did Permanent sing like that in Glasgow. Yeah. You go yeah. to parties, yeah. and and you'd hear them as you're walking along the road, and it'd be exactly. <laughs> the way Billy Connolly was depicting it. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely but you don't ne- ne- hear it that much, really, do no. you? No, You've got it's Edinburgh not, and it'd not... be much posher. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, Ron, give an example of it then. Give no, it I, I can't <laughs> sing. American, I can't no, sing. American songs, we all sing like that. We sing, you know, yeah. I, I certainly... I guess that's that whole thing about, yeah, what you hear, and, you, and it's yeah, mainly yeah, American yeah. and yeah, English. Yeah. But you don't, yeah. hear, you don't hear accents not, through singing a, a lot of times, you know? So, Ronnie, I can't do an American accent, but I can sing that one. <laughs> well, you were talking about the Proclaimers earlier, and we met them, it's yep. Simon and I, yep. and James met them when they were through for their show three years ago. And, and I mean, the Proclaimers obviously was, was the biggest song they did, but some of the other stuff they did was fantastic, mm. like Let, Letter um, to America and Sunshine on Leith. And Sunshine on Leith, mm. I think, is one of the best tracks they've ever done. Where's and Leith? Huh? Leith is in Edinburgh. Yeah. Because believe it or not, <laughs> yeah. uh, he set you up for that <laughs> one. Oh, Ron, did, did. Yeah. Believe it yeah, or not, set up, believe it or not, my mother was born in Edinburgh. <laughs> so I actually oh, spent. I know he's jumping. I actually spent a lot of time in Edinburgh. In fact, just very quickly. Leith is actually very much like sort of north of Needle, I think. Very similar. Leith has got that sort of feel. I used to do a lot of business around Scotland, and Edinburgh was one of the places I used to go to, and I stayed with a friend who had a flat, and his flat was actually in Edinburgh Castle. As you go into the into the esplanade... Was your friend Chris Charles? No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, we wouldn't let him into We wouldn't let him into the castle. Um, there was turrets, and they were actually flats. Yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah, so actually I flatted like in Edinburgh dungeon. Castle. Like dungeon. Dungeon, <laughs> yeah. Let you out every fortnight for a, for a, for a haggis. <laughs> well, we better, let, let's wrap up here with the, with, with Sam. At the, in the, we've got the Scottish Cayley happening with the... Um, Haggis Protection Society putting it on at the university um, next Saturday, twenty fifth of June. Yep. Tickets forty dollars and kids, children fifteen. Yep. Yep. And, and I think under fives are free. Under fives. Yep. Yes. We won't see many of them. We didn't last time. But yep. Yep. But there were a lot. There were quite a few young kids. There eh? was, it was a good, lot. Yeah. Because yeah, there was a lot of dancing. Yeah. And that's what we want. We want the family, the family atmosphere. We don't just want. Yeah. 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 Old people coming here. Do you know what yeah. I mean? We want the time. Like we want the spectrum. <laughs> like I, didn't, I didn't want to say that as I looked around the like room. Me. I thought, <laughs> how did I get out this one? So I just thought I'd dive in. It's like it's like with the majority of the Scottish events, and I'm not putting it down on that, but you know. We're sort of like some of the younger ones. Absolutely, <laughs> we are. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so Saturday, June twenty fifth. Um, anything else we need to know? Um, we've got the website Haggis www.haggis, yep. and we've got the Facebook page as well. Facebook where people page. can log on and go on the Facebook page, which is Haggis Protection Society. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. You've asked me a tricky one. Uh, yep. to double check that. <laughs> but, um, I think just go on Facebook. You, you can find it. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll get yeah. there roundabouts. And, and on the night. When you're looking for it, just follow the sound of the paper. 
Mm. Are you going to have a piper yeah, outside? Yeah, have a piper outside. Yep. So he's piping you in. You hear him. Yep. It's dark. It's cold. It's miserable. Hopefully just like a Scottish night. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> just you might need to get him a little bit. It is Dreek. 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 The, the haggis and yes. the, the end of all haggis. It is a great night, honestly. If you get a chance, if we run it next year again, so you sell the haggis on site? No, 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 no. We don't. It's, 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 it's more about the Kaylee. The, the, we just use the haggis as a, as a play on words, really. So, and it's more about the dancing, having a party, getting mm-hmm. together, having a few drinks. As I said, you don't need to know the dance moves. I didn't, still don't. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll be the one going the wrong way again. Oh, no. traffic so jams. many dancers, isn't there? Yes, so <laughs> it was a great night and it was a lot of fun. So no, that, that's it and I hope to see a lot of you there. Come up and say hello. I'm the Bald Scots guy, which narrows it down to five of us. <laughs> all five of us who's in the, who's organising it. So Brilliant. And you're no, in the team uniform. You, you'll have the, um, the, the T-shirt. Yeah, we'll have so the Haggis Society T-shirt on and a kilt. And... Um, as I say, I'll be the one dancing, going the wrong way from everyone else. Including me. Yeah, as I did <laughs> last year. Um, but no, it's a great night. Come up and say hello. Yep. And t-shirts and that can be bought as well. Okay, if anyone yep, does yep. want um, some memorabilia from the night. Don't steal the glasses like you used to do in Scotland. <laughs> 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 Just buy a t-shirt instead. And throw them into Loch Lomond. It was a, it was a, you know, it was a full-on, <laughs> full-on night. You know, it was, um, yeah, three hours of pretty much full-on dancing. It was, it was good. I missed it. Needed to have a good stretch yeah. when we went home. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, and there was plenty of food as well. Yeah. So there's food, yeah. there's drink, there's all the ingredients of a really good night. Do you, out do, do drink. whiskey? Whiskey there. There is whiskey there. Aye. Yes. Oh, a silly question. So oh, well, it wasn't silly question. Just get a few in you. Then had to be asked by somebody. The dancing gets easier and better. The more of it <laughs> you drink, so I can assure you. And I, and I can testify to that. It's just hard though, because you keep spilling it as you're going round. <laughs> <laughs> no, if it's in your belly, you can't spill it. <laughs> well, let's bring this back to order. With um, Gordon wanted some Brayback, and and I think it was off a more recent album. I, I do have um, an earlier one, and um, with the great Scottish tune. The Poetic Milkman.
that would be quite fitting on the uh, Saturday night at the Cayley. Brayback, thanks for coming in, Sam. Um, great, great to have you. Um, catch you back. Um, it's been a been a year. That's, a, that's oh, okay, Ron. Ron's provided Sam with a. Oh, he's got a. He's got a Scott. So, so Ron, Ron does a a, a radio show here. Uh, Scott's Scott's were here. Yeah. It's on next next Sunday. Next Sunday at um, two o'clock to three, where I play a, a bit of. Um, not so much traditional Scottish music, more contemporary Scottish music. So a wee bit of bagpipes, but you know some some really nice tracks from Scotland that maybe yep. people haven't heard. Sure, bands like Skippinish, yep. um, you know Donny Monroe from Runrig, stuff like that. A wee yep. bit different to yep. my other show that I do in that other radio station, and which radio I'm not allowed Dineen. to mention. Yeah, she can. Which is every Sunday night, eight o'clock to nine. Yep, yep. yep. Great, all Scottish. It's... Sam, thanks, thanks again. Yeah, thanks for coming up. And uh, contributing, and yeah. uh, all the best. I'm actually in. I'm actually in Invercargill for Matariki. Ah, uh, here we um, go. Doing a performance here. Yeah. So, so the four of us in the room. Sunday. So so never been to Kelly. The other two are not turning up. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like, I, 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 I'm I really glad I made the effort to come down. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I bet if the tickets were free, you'd be available. Wouldn't you? <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been in Invercargill. <laughs> Hopefully, my girlfriend will come, and she's English. But she, she was. In she the doesn't ar- know about it yet. She, oh, she was in the army <laughs> as in the dental corps. And she's been to more haggis ceremonies yeah. and Achilles than I've ever been to in my life <laughs> through the forces. So no, that's magic. I would just like to say thanks, Simon, um, no for worries. the opportunity to come in here and actually share. Share oh, the love, share yeah. the Kaylee yeah, no with we'll everyone. We'll have to get you back sometime. No, yeah. And don't, don't break a leg. It's no, you know, it's right. very important. We'll come yeah. back afterwards and tell you it was amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Give yeah, a bit of a run through. Well, yeah. I'll definitely yeah. be there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and, and you know, I think from this we need to make sure you, you get an area for learners. <laughs> the whole area is for learners. The entire thing. I honestly, when I say I've well, never true. been, I I was honestly the one going the wrong way. People were turning me around and just shoving me, just <laughs> out the way in the right direction. Oh, that it was, was great. It hey? was great fun. Yeah. There was no animosity. If you ran into people, they just laughed it off. Yeah, yeah. Because. 80% of the people there were... Because you're in Dunedin and not Glasgow. Yeah. And... Uh, that, uh, that's my life without dancing. No, but I, 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 I had a Cayley. I had a Cayley. There's no fights at it's all. It's Scottish Cayleys. Uh, it's just fun. I'll see you outside. I mean, we, when you're burling round in a kilt, it's kind of hard to get aggressive. And it's hard to keep decorum as well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks very much, Sam. Thank you very much. Thanks, Good to see you. Bye. Cheers, Sam. Okay, so what, what do we got up next, Ron? We've got a tune for Sam. Yeah, I have, actually. Um, it's actually a tune about a Celtic footballer, John Thompson, who was playing at Ibrox in a football match, and a guy called Sam English accidentally kicked him in the head and killed him. And really? Wait, yeah. How, and, what, what, how, oh, when was this? Quite a long time ago, but it's a, a really, really good song, and it just shows you there's no animosity and a lot with a lot of people between Celtic and Rangers footballers. It's all about football and the sport, and that's the way it should be. So this is for Sam. In 26 for the pits of five, a lot to Celtic came. None knew that he would lose his life For football's just a game Between the posts at Wellesley He was the prince of men John Thompson came from Bow Hill Bow Hill Car 
It was his childhood dream The lad Frey Fife who lost his life Had many thousand friends Between the posts of Parkhead Eight, seven years and ten John Thompson came from Bowhill Bowhill Cardinal And medals and trophies came And everybody knew That he would join the Hall of Fame Wearing Scotland's blue Between the posts at Hamden He was the Prince O'Men John Thompson came from Bowhill Bowhill At Ibrooks Park He died to save the ball Some English he was rushing in It was a fateful call John died that day at Ibrooks He was the Prince O'Men John Thompson came from Bohill Bohill Later rest in Bowhill, five thirty thousand fans were there. At twenty-two he lost his life, a sadness we all share. Between the posts of paradise, he was the Prince O'Men. John Thompson came from Bowhill, Bowhill Cardinal. John Thompson came from Bowhill. And as part of my uh, course I've been doing the last couple of weeks on Robert Louis Stevenson, I've um, I've found his requiem, which is well known to most people. I'll read it in my best New Zealand accent. Under the wide and starry sky, dig the grave and let me lie. Glad did I live and gladly die, and laid me down with a will. This be the verse you grave for me. He lies where he belonged to me to be. Home is the sailor, home from the sea, and the hunter home from the hill. And that's on his grave in Samoa, uh, where, where he died. Uh, he, he spent four years at the end of his life in Samoa. Um, yeah, he lived in a big stately, sort of like a stately house he, he lived in. Which he built. And because it wasn't mm. very well built, um, when he died it was taken over by the um, the colonial powers, all the you know, yeah, and it's all been up. It's been, it's up. been upgraded because yes. it leaked like it's, a sieve every yeah, time it rained. Yeah, it's a beautiful um, house. Yeah, yes, and all his furniture from um, Aberdeen, uh, sorry, from Edinburgh, um, was moved to Samoa. So, so it was quite an effort yeah. to move all of the original furniture from here. It's a beautiful Rome. spot. It's yeah, um, a nice, um, a bit of a walk up the hill, forty-five minutes. Longer for me. Oh yeah, yeah, for the great yeah, where he's buried. Me. Yeah, not not to the house. <laughs> <laughs> you just drive up to the house and you're in. You got to walk up to the. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we did that. It's pretty. Yeah. Anyway, thirty it's, degrees. It's been really. I mean, I I only knew Treasure Island when I was um, a kid. I lived, had a 
read it at school, mm. and I uh, didn't realise how beautifully it was written. Mm. Um, you know, we we read it and we had to get back to the school with Togo boys yeah. and talk about it. But um, now that I know more about you know um, prose and English, mm. uh, it is beautifully written. Mm. Do you know he, of course, he wrote Jacqueline Hyde? Mm, I do, yeah. I do. But do you also know that Pamela, Pamela Stevenson, Billy Connolly's wife, did the same journey um, that Robert Louis Stevenson did with his wife when he left Scotland to find somewhere which was better for his asthma? Yes, that's he, right. Yeah, was, you're right, Ron, yeah. yeah. So it was Samoa and... and yeah, and, and right and, through the islands. Yes, Hawaii. And um, the book is amazing. Uh, I love reading and I love music. But, you know, if you want a good read, it's called Treasure Islands. And it's by Pamela Stevenson, who's Billy Connolly's oh, okay. wife, oh, and it's yeah. absolutely brilliant. Nice Thank it you, follows the whole track mm. that Robert Louis Stevenson took with his American wife. Yes, who yes. used to carry a gun in her in her handbag. She did. As they do, yeah, yeah as they do. <laughs> and, and she went back to California, book, didn't she? Yeah, the book is absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Treasure Island. So, so once, once when he she stayed a few years with their children and yeah. their and all their servants, and went back to California, but her ashes were returned to Samoa. To Samoa. Right, yeah, and um, one other thing, he also writes songs. Um, mm. There's a track I play, and I, I just can't remember the name of it, but it's from the Melbourne Scottish Fiddle Club, and it's sung by Eric Bogle, who was on earlier, and and the Samoan singers, and it's a, a song that Robbie Lewis Stevenson wrote about his journey from Edinburgh through the islands to Samoa. Yes, it's fantastic. Yes, and it was a the where where he was was a. A direct route from San Francisco, and so he got his mail posted and and wrote many letters to yeah. the London newspapers. Yeah, absolutely fascinating story. Yeah, it is um, fascinating. Yeah, his, story. Wife, his wife carried a pistol in her hand, but <laughs> I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, just in case she got mugged. <laughs> Not surprised. There was, there was Germans and English, and, yeah. and they're all fighting over yeah. the yeah. place. Good on you, mm. Kelts and Kiwis. And and before we go, um, we must mention Haraways. And uh, we have a Facebook page as well, Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society, and we'll get starting. We'll start up again. We haven't done it for what nine months, longer since we did a yeah. I think we did a couple of shows um, last year, um, but we do giveaways, so there is the opportunity to win some prizes, Scottish-based prizes, not just from Haraways, um, but we'll get um, some bits and pieces. So this year we've got uh, tea towels, um, shopping bags, uh, pens that go like on the. Um, on your fridge with a whole lot of uh, information, uh, ounces and grams, uh, mills, mills and ounces, sort of um, uh, working out measurements and things. And there's also a Haraway's book. I don't know if anyone knew that. There's a oh, Haraway's no, book, yeah. oh. 150 years of milling at, um, at, at over in Green Island. And um, it's yeah, the Haraway story of two early colonial Dunedin families whose business has now stood firm across 150 years in New Zealand. And I believe things are going really well, especially with the... Um, the flavoured porridge. Mm. I don't know how you guys feel about flavoured porridge. No, I, I don't. I don't eat yeah. any porridge. Oh, you don't? Well, I, we got porridge when we were kids, and it was pretty yuck. That's right. And um, I've never eaten it since. Never again. Yeah. But I was talking to Ross um, Hudson. I'm in Probus, and Ross Hudson, who's one of the directors of Haraways, was there, and he was just chatting about porridge in general, as you do. And um, I said, "Oh, I must try it later on." So I'm going to try some of the tell new you, porridge. I'll porridge. Tell you what, Ron, the, flavors. Some the, of them the are raspberry and coconut is my go-to, yeah. and, I, and I swear by it, and we love it. Yeah, so I'm going um, to become a, a porridge fan. 
Yeah, that's <laughs> worth doing it. But yeah, you make it. I, I think you got to make it with water and milk because it just gives you that creaminess. Mm, and, you know, God. I do it in the microwave. It's pretty yeah. quick and instant. Whereas I know if you do it in the pot and you cook it over time and, and it gets creamier yeah. and you keep redoing it as the week goes and it gets creamier and creamier. But it, that's a bit yeah. of a time. My father used process. to make it at seven in the morning and we wouldn't eat it till about half past eight and it was bloody awful. And okay. I haven't eaten it since. So Ron, oh, same experience as you. But I just, I just must say I've just had a, a, a lovely message from my um, sister-in-law in on the Coromandel and she told me that Robert Louis Stevenson also lived in the Kiribati uh, where her husband uh, yeah. is from. So that's yeah. Are we right. being listened to in Coromandel? Yes, we are. Fascinating story. Yeah, yeah. I so was it, oh, online. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that AM signal is travelling well. well. AM or FM, Lizzie? Tell, <laughs> no, me, tell me. FM won't go far. That's, that's on the road. It must be AM. AM. The AM goes, yeah. yeah. Especially at night. I remember going to somebody's house, not our house, but going to somebody's house and saying, would you like some porridge? And my friend said, oh, OK. <laughs> and she opened the drawer <laughs> and took out a lump of porridge. <laughs> Like this is true, like a brick. That's what people used to do. Oh, so okay. when you go off, you yep. just stick it in a drawer and bring it out every and day you, and you chop milk bits it off it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look, guys, I'm going to have to give you... You, can use water. you guys need to go in the porridge eating contest because I make the porridge for the porridge eating contest. I'll do a, a good... I'll do a good, um, a you, good can batch have, you can you. also use it as wallpaper paste, yeah. porridge. You can, you yeah. know, if you haven't got well, any paste. I must no. tell you, I haven't eaten porridge. I don't think Haraways are going to be too happy about this, guys. Come on. I haven't eaten porridge for 60 years. Sorry, Mr. Haraway. I, need to, I intend starting. Yeah, well, that's good. I, I should actually do something. We, we need to have a breakfast. Away. We actually gave that book away at the last St Andrews Festival. Uh-huh. We had some to give away, yep, yep. as well as the porridge. And people loved the book. Yeah, it's, really yeah, it's good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so have it. We, anyone out there? Just uh, we're on the Facebook page, Dunedin Edinburgh Sister City Society. We'll we'll get the giveaway going. Um, I'm, I'm away this week, so in the near future we'll start getting that going. And giving away um, some Scottish um, oh, items great. and um, yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get it's things happening story. and we'll everything, be back in a couple in a month everything in food revol- evolves doesn't it and everything gets better yes I, I was watching um, Graham Norton last night and Jamie Oliver was on his show and Jamie Oliver in his book had put um, chorizo sausage into paella and it got so <laughs> Dreadful people were. He was having death threats <laughs> because he'd ruined paella. Yeah, I mean, that's right. Well, Haraway's do a black. There's sausage. another one, an apple and black currant, but the best one is <laughs> coconut and raspberry. That's your go-to. Yeah. And it's that's a, a sachet. Oh, no, no, I get, I get a whole. But, uh, I, I can make some up yes, for you, James. Sometimes we come up, bring some yeah, down. We'll, we'll leave it here. Well, okay, you're all, okay. We'll do that. We'll do a, a tasting. Yeah, I'm, I'm up for that. Yeah, okay. There must be a kitchen here somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, I can, yeah, 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 there would be probably. Yeah, yeah. We yep. bring, bring we'll some in. That. We yeah. did haggis pies before. Yeah. Let's do that. Absolutely. And okay. you and I can smack our lips and change our minds, Ron. No. <laughs> Kilts and kiwi. We're just going now. We'll leave you with um, Runrig, who we came in with, and we're going out with them, and the track is all in Gaelic, and I have no idea how to pronounce it because Marion's not here. We'll catch you back in a month's time. Yeah, bye-bye. Kakite. Bye.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.